You're listening to the ESP, the European Skeptics Podcast, an independent weekly show in support of European level actions within the skeptical movement. The ESP is run by individuals representing different skeptical groups from across the continent. This is episode 135. I'm your host, Andras Pinter, and joining me for the show is my co-host, Pontus Böckmann. See ya. Hey San, hey San. Oh, you remembered the intro. Good to have you back, Andras. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I know it was a long time ago that I that I last uh, mm-hmm. appeared on the on this uh, podcast. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's only because my life has been hectic. But I for for some reason I I don't I don't know where it comes from. But I feel like I should congratulate you. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe I, I don't know. <laughs> we, ask me in a couple of months. So whatever, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate the feeling, uh, the, the sentiment. So what's, um, what's happening with you? Uh, what happened was unexpected. I'm in, on the board of the Swedish skeptics, as some of you know. I, we mention it sometimes as vice president, and a vice presidency is not in this context. You know, it's not a very, you know, you 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 you're just a, a member of the board, but. If you need to fill in for for the big boss, sometimes you you can do so. But uh, what happened was, unfortunately, I must say that uh, Peter Olauson, who who is or rather was the president, he decided that he he ha- he has a young starting a young family, and you know you know it's he has a lot of things going on in his life. So he decided rather unexpectedly to resign. So that leaves me now as the the president. So. We'll see how that works out. Was, was this an automatic t- transition, or well, we had to take a formal decision in on, on the board, but uh, okay, it was the natural decision to take, so I, I couldn't really refuse. And to be honest, it's going to be fun. I think. Uh, I, I hope. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so you, you're saying that it was it was quite natural, but um, does it mean that there is no other contestant? No. Well, it would have been strange if we would have selected somebody else because as the vice president is appointed by the annual meeting to be the backup for the for the president. Ah, okay, so, so it's so like, it, okay. so it's sort of implied in the that that is what the title means really. If you're a vice president, you should be prepared to fill in for the president should he or her not be able to to uh, continue okay so now you'll need to i mean the board will need to appoint a new vice president in your place yeah okay yeah which we did the uh, actually yesterday evening so mm-hmm. quite okay. new hmm? okay oh well, well i still don't know whether the congratulations are still in order <laughs> because that that sounds like a hell of a lot of work for you it probably will be, as you know, you know. I can't no longer just sleep my way through the board meetings. I have to drive the bloody thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. By the way, I wanted to ask you, and, and you have been a vice president. Does it have anything to do with your international activism? I'd like to think it's because the way I look, I'm so handsome. So they could not... I, I don't know. I don't... And you're uh, so humble as well. That's uh, Humble, <laughs> yes. And smart. <laughs> Uh, no, um, uh, it, it could be. I guess. I, I, I guess they, they. I don't know. We have to ask for the ask the guys who uh, asked me to p- 
put my name forward as uh, as mm-hmm. vice president once upon a time. So. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was a big mistake, and they will all regret it now. But um, <laughs> so far, we will see. We will see. Now you're the big boss. You you're gonna determine what the direction of of VLF will be, and <laughs> and so uh, do do you have world domination among your plans for for VLF? For, for, we we first we're gonna take over the globe, right? And then we take on the solar system, and then the next part is the galaxy and the universe. That's the plan. Okay. Start small. So people out there, please get used to the, that, this voice <laughs> because that's what you'll hear all across the universe after a while when any kind of announcement is made. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't hold my breath. <laughs> all right. How about Jelena? We haven't commented on that she's not here. I, the last time I saw her, she was on a motorbike yeah. uh, and there was whiskey on the horizon that doesn't sound like a good idea to <laughs> no, me at all. no 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 but no but she was so excited to to get a bike and and uh i'm yeah. so happy for them that, that yeah. they are there on this trip now and uh i'm just hoping that it, that all goes well and and um we're gonna get her back in one piece that we we counting we're counting on that <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah Yelena, if you hear that hear this take care of yourself Well, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And, and you've been on your adventures as well, uh, Andras. Tell us about Edinburgh Fringe. Oh, yeah. Edinburgh Fringe is a total mess. I mean, <laughs> in the very best sense possible. In a good way. I don't think I've ever seen so many people out in the streets at one place. It was mind-blowing to see what's going on. Every corner had something to offer to people, like uh, street performers, uh, theater, comedy, music. People marching on the street with headphones on their heads and marching together to the same music. Sometimes it was it was audible to the outside uh, onlookers as well. So wow. so it was amazing. It was like a Crazy. like a, a flash mob every single time you came across one one of those. Yeah. And um, Edinburgh Skeptics who hosted me for the event, uh, I gave a talk at Edim- um, uh, Skeptics on the Fringe, which is uh, one of the free uh, free fringe events. Uh, there's a lot of those. And um, Um, there was a p- p- pretty good turnout for a for a n- not well known speaker. Uh, uh, yeah, let's just be honest. My name <laughs> is not known at all outside of the probably the listener base of this podcast. Yeah, and um, I can't even remember your name sometimes. So. Yeah, yeah, especially when I'm when I'm off for a, for a long time. Right? <laughs> so I'm not here for two weeks, and then then you don't even remember me, um, which is quite understandable. Yeah, so for, for uh, when when you consider all of that, I think yeah. it was close to 30 people uh, that I had in the audience, and uh, I gave them a couple of, of examples about uh, what tourism has to offer in terms of bullshit uh, huh? when when there are mis- pieces of misinformation and uh, misleading announcement and statements. Do you want to give a, a, an example? Uh, yeah, I gave a couple of examples. Uh, one of them was um, uh, specifically Edinburgh-related, that there was this um, woman called uh, Jenny Geddes, and she is widely known for committing an act of throwing a chair uh, out of outrage 
over the change in the religious system mm-hmm. uh, when they turned towards Presbyterianism. Yeah. And even the website of the cathedral, where it's uh, known to have happened, it says that it's probably just a myth. So it, it might not have happened. <laughs> it never happened. And yet a lot of tour guides and a lot of guidebooks tell that story as a fact. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. uh and i gave uh, i i brought up a couple of examples from hungary as well that a well-known uh poet of hungary is uh is told to to have um performed his own poem uh in front of the national museum uh when the uprising of 1848 happened and yet even though there is a massive number of letters from that day that he wrote to some people uh, bragging about all his achievements within that day. It was not mentioned by him at all. <laughs> and yet there is a there is a memorial plaque on the side of the building oh. saying that he performed that. So of course. that kind of stuff was that I covered. And I just registered a talk at uh, Skeptic Camp in Manchester. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to continue where I left off from last year in Skepticum, where I, I gave a bit of an introduction to this uh, bullshit in, in tourism kind of topic. Yeah. And I'm going to shed some light on uh, a couple of examples of of how it works uh, this time. So uh, so you heard it here, folks. It don't, never trust a tour, tourist guide. And by the way, Andras is one of them. So. Yes, I'm a professional tour guide. Never trust one of them. So, so if you want any facts and stuff, you can turn off now. Exactly. This is it's just bullshit. That's that's <laughs> it. That's it. So everyone I've just said uh, is is total bullshit it doesn't make any sense uh, and i was supposed to have two days off before my next trip that happens tomorrow actually i'm uh, going to canada oh. again oh boy and uh, yeah i uh, my flight was cancelled so i had to postpone my travel home a whole day and uh that resulted in me having just one day off so now now i'm here recording this interview and in four and a half hours uh i'll be getting up oh great great to go to the airport yeah <laughs> Maybe we should get this show on the road then. But I have actually a correction to make, uh, just because in the last episode, yeah, we, as normal, we have your voice. Even if you weren't there, we have your voice at the end saying all music played in this episode was by by your Rob and Keisha J Gray, and uh, that was not true because uh, uh, Highway to Hell is actually performed by ACDC. ACDC so <laughs> we should just exactly. add that. <laughs> All right, I'm sure they're going to they're going to sue us now, but anyway. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they will. Yeah, because obviously they are among our listeners. They're one of our most, uh, uh, you know, prominent fans. I think. Yeah, just like the Pope is. Like the Pope. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, more more on that later. I think. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> let's crack on with this show. So, I'm afraid because Yelena's not here this week, uh, we're going to just skip this week in skepticism. It's it's not good without her. I think we should wait until she gets back. So, Yelena, please come back and save our asses because uh, we're going to have to do with this, uh, this week in skepticism segment. But that brings us to the usual segment of the news items. Do you want to start with those, Pontus? Yes, of course. <laughs> Uh, we will start with from uh, the Netherlands, from the Dutch organization against quackery. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's and it's called 
Vereniging tegen den kvacksalveri. Or something like that. It's one of the, probably, maybe, it's the oldest uh, skeptical organization in the world. It's, it's really great. But from them, we have an item about an ET healer, like an, an extraterrestrial healer, who is apparently not facing prosecution for the, quote, treatment, end quote, that he gave to a man who was obsessed with the idea that he was haunted by aliens. This young man, who claimed to be uh, manipulated spiritually and emotionally by aliens, sought out this healer's help and then, uh, and I assume because he didn't get professional help, ended up committing suicide. Oh. The Organization Against Quackery is now highly critical, as they should be, of the Dutch authorities, who doesn't seem to act against the uh, unqualified people who pose as health practitioners in general and specifically not to this uh, yeah moron who, who thinks that he can can treat people with obviously mental health issues uh, without any qualifications whatsoever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a very quick piece of uh, news here that is a very sad one as well even though we we all oppose people who whom we consider quacks because of the pseudoscientific claims that they propagate obviously we don't want our opponents uh to die and uh it's uh, because of this that that we are very sad to report that uh, peter fisher who's been very well known as the Queen's uh, personal physician and Her Majesty the Queen's, uh, Queen Elizabeth II, that is, and the royal homeopath and the the president of um, the Faculty of Homeopathy at um, the Royal London Hospital for Integrated Medicine, he died a couple of days ago, unfortunately. Mm. So uh, Peter Fisher was hit by a truck while cycling to work. Yeah. And uh, that is a that is a very sad news. I mean, uh, and it's a terrible way to go. Uh, and he was 68 years old. Mm. Edzard Ernst, Professor Edzard Ernst, uh, with whom he worked a lot together, uh, especially uh, at the beginning of their careers. They they even conducted research together. Mm -hmm. And uh, later on, they their uh, friendship uh, unfortunately fell apart because of uh, the 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 differences and um, the, the disagreements between them about homeopathy and, um, and um, other issues. But he wrote a very ha heartfelt, saddened article about his passing. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, of course, this is tragic. I mean, we are no fans of homeopathy. I don't think anybody's missed that. But, but of course, we don't. Uh, we we still feel, uh, you know, a bit sad when people are yeah. getting killed in, like this. This is uh, yeah terrible. So uh, and and we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see who will replace him in his positions and yeah, yeah what happens to the Royal London Hospital for Integrated Medicine. Uh, that has been the subject of a lot of criticism lately. So we'll just have to wait and see. Yep. But as uh, Edward Ernst writes, though, he was very supportive towards vaccinations and he opposed all of those uh, colleagues of his who were against vaccinations and tried to use homeopathy as an alternative to vaccinations. So... Um, 
that was one of the things that uh, even Edzard Ernst wrote about him in a very positive uh, light and uh, as an appreciation towards his approach. That That's very n- nice. Of course, we are all pro-vaccination vac- here at the ESP. Uh, and um, the next news items, which is the measles update, uh, illustrates that not everybody is. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because uh, I think no one has missed by now the, a news item that has going the rounds in all the papers uh, about uh, the measles epidemic in Europe, which, by the way, we have talked about for at least one and a half years now. Mm-hmm. This item, this news item, finally puts the attention uh, to the terrible situation we have in Europe. Uh, there have been minor news items before, but only focusing on one country at a time or even one city or town at a time. But now the whole European situation gets highlighted in, in the media, which is very good. Uh, it's too bad, however, that the numbers they cite are too low, according to my research. And uh, the, 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 This news item talks about 41,000 cases and 37 deaths, which is, of course, bad enough. But uh, regular listeners to this show has heard me talk about, only last week I talked about the numbers 48,319 cases and 59 deaths, as opposed to 37 deaths. And this is not just numbers that I make up or pulled out of my behind. It, it, they, my numbers come from official authorities like the ECDC, which is the European Centre for Disease Control, and, and also complemented with going directly to various national agencies' websites to collect them. So, so um, it's good that it gets attention in the regular media now. But keep listening here, boys and girls, and you'll get more n- accurate numbers and better news, and you'll get them earlier. So, do you know what you the, what the BBC's sources were? I think I, I'm not sure. I think the BBC was doing it, but all of the papers, all of the uh, the media was running the same news item. So it's probably a press uh, release from somewhere. I didn't actually check for where it comes from. Mm-hmm. No, I just noticed that the numbers were wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but. but... It's good to see that even politicians and decision makers now have a closer look and and they try to keep a close eye on on what's going on with regards to measles across Europe. But still, sometimes you have the feeling that there's not enough being done, right? Mm. And uh, and yeah, you would like to see more action taken because it's still it's still growing. I mean, yeah. There is an inertia of this system. I understand that. So even if uh, uh, new regulations are implemented, uh, there there must be a bit of time passing before s- changes are seen. But when politicians instead start um, dealing with stuff that doesn't make sense whatsoever, that really pisses me off. And uh, I came across this on uh, Snopes' website, that in Germany, uh, the Green Party um, has this uh, lawmaker called uh, Dieter Janicek, and that uh, they are an opposition party in, in uh, Germany. And he questioned the government uh, whether there are any preparations in place uh, with regards to a possible alien visit in Germany. What? Is that something that's... <laughs> <laughs> 
that's something to focus on alien visits yeah 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 oh, so fuck. that if if that is not an important topic then nothing is <laughs> <laughs> so i i try to to look for a uh, uh, different other uh, sources uh, but um, the only the german sources were, were available apart from this uh, and um, a, an article on the daily express's website so uh, but uh, they they all refer back to the german sources and say that the german government's reply was simply no there are no protocols or plans for a possible first contact with alien life end quote because and there was a rationale given that a first contact on German territory is extremely unlikely based on today's scientific knowledge. Well, I can I cannot agree more. <laughs> well, actually, that's that's pretty sensible of them. <laughs> it is. So it's yeah. good to see some sense um, yeah. in in uh, political uh, statements. It's mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good actually. Yeah. Mm. The next news is from Switzerland, uh, where we have uh, learned that a Muslim couple has been denied citizenship for refusing to shake hands with people of the opposite sex. They are also uh, reported to have showed great difficulty in answering to questions asked by people of the opposite sex. So these are people who do not really want to... To, to have any uh, any contact with the opposite sex, I guess it's different, you know, within the family, but um, not uh, not outside. And so this led for them not to to get the citizenship in in Switzerland. And the mayor of Lausanne, Grégoire Junot, I think, mm-hmm. uh, says that uh, freedom of belief and religion is enshrined in the laws, but quote. Religious practice does not fall outside the law, uh, and that's that's right because there is there are laws against discrimination of uh, of women and other you know you you cannot blame your your uh, bigotry on your religion mm-hmm. and and I think that that's got that, that that's good so I don't want to discriminate against Muslims uh, that's fine but. I want to discriminate against discrimination. If people <laughs> are bigots, then I agree you should actually uh, you, you shouldn't accept that. Yeah, so, that's fine. I agree. Yeah. So instead of bigotry, it's critical thinking that should be applied everywhere. Um, and yeah, obviously we are proponents of that. And there is this uh, organization, ARPSAPC, the Spanish organization, and they published this journal called El Esceptico that has been going on for 20 years. So in June, it was 20 years ago that they started publishing El Esceptico. And the 50th issue Mm -hmm. is now out and available online. So uh, for those of you who speak Spanish, please go and check it out because the list of topics seems absolutely intriguing. And they they give a a a little bit of an overview of uh, how they started, what topics they've covered in the last 20 years. And it, it really seems uh, interesting. And they cover things like uh, p- a lot of uh, pareidolia phenomena, like uh, the, the face on Mars, and how, how the global Mars Global Surveyor got rid of the myth 
how with with a couple of rightly angled photographs uh, <laughs> than then how the Shroud of Turin uh, was a mystery and how it was reproduced and, and that kind of stuff. So this these are the moments when I really regret not speaking Spanish. Yeah. That uh, and not understanding Spanish, so um, yeah. Oh, but the but the good thing with making this available online is that you can use Google Translate, yeah. and, and 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 you can get pretty far. I mean, of course, it's not perfect, yeah. but it, you can get the the gist of it. And and uh, you know, you can contact the, the the Spanish skeptics as well if you want to have more information. I think every skeptic organization is open to collaboration across borders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, um, and uh, we still have, so our, our listeners probably remember that uh, there was um, Rob, for example, who offered Absolutely. a couple of translations. Uh, when there is something that might be interesting for for others outside of your country, please let us know. Please, please let us share that with others. And in case there is someone who comes uh, comes forward and tries to translate stuff so that it can be available to everyone in English, that would be just awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do encourage, if uh, Rob, if you're listening to this, I do encourage you to check this out, uh, El Skeptico. And if you find something that uh, you feel like uh, might be worth translating, please feel free to do so. Good. So good to have skeptics uh, working. Uh, the people of Amsterdam, though, doesn't seem to be... Uh that's skeptical okay apparently uh, there is a new uh, is there's a new trend in amsterdam about wet cupping it's all the rage all over town according to a report i read there is a huge number of institutes that have opened lately in the capital of netherlands where people go to get quote cupped for anything between 29 to 49 euros. So what is that getting cupped? What is wet cupping? Well, cupping is... that You can do it in different ways, but one way is that you... Uh, the most common way, I think, is that you apply a, a heated upside-down cup on your skin, mostly glass cups, and as the cup cools down, it creates a vacuum in the, in the cup, and it actually produces a kind of a hickey on on your body looks like a a bruise wet cupping though takes it even further because then you do it as much so much uh, so you actually get blood penetrating the skin and coming out of the the body Uh, why would you do such a thing Apparently, uh, people believe that it draws out toxins or do other kinds of things with your body. My advice to you, even if you go to Amsterdam and enjoy the city, and I'm sure it's a a very lovely city, stay out of the wet cupping business. It's bullshit and it's just hurting you for no reason at all. It must be very painful. Well, I, I don't know how painful it is, but it's stupid. And it also, you look stupid when you go out from this, this, this place with all of those hickeys all over your back or your stomach or whatever you put it. <laughs> yeah. But you know where what, what the other times are when you look really, really stupid? When you're wearing a funny hat, like the Pope or... 
something. <laughs> but but there are other funny hats, and uh, people use that fact that uh, a funny hat can make you look stupid mm-hmm. uh, to demonstrate <laughs> a couple of weird sides of religion. And one of those examples is Pastafarianism. Mm. Uh, you know, the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Yeah, it's so funny. But, I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, it is. I agree. But uh, apparently, uh, due to um, a recent ruling of the highest administrative court in the Netherlands, the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster is not a religion. Wow. And why not? It's because it lacks the seriousness and the cohesion of a real religion. Cohesion. Cohesion. <laughs> I, I can, uh, yeah, they take it seriously sometimes. The, the, or a lot of times the other religions are taken seriously. Yeah, but, but cohesion? But Come on. Cohesion. <laughs> so uh, oh, a, a, a woman, a young woman called uh, Mienke de Wilde. Uh, sorry if I pronounce the name totally wrong sounds perfect to me I okay um, in the city of uh, Nijmegen submitted a couple of passport photos uh, wearing a colander on her head <laughs> <laughs> which is what the Pestafarians yeah. usually do of yeah course. that's their traditional garb yeah silly hat a whole a holy symbol yeah a holy symbol of Pestafarianism <laughs> and uh, apparently the the city's mayor refused them and uh, they they uh, argued that they do not comply with the official requirements um, of the city to 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 be accepted as a passport photo. So she is a university student, and she took the case to court. And now the court court ruling is uh, what I uh, mentioned earlier. And um, it seemed like these these um, criteria are applied by the European Court of Human Rights. Uh, in the definition of freedom of religion, uh, that the criteria of being serious um, and mm. uh, and cohesive. So uh, it's a bit weird. Yeah. To read about so, that. Yeah. And so so if you agree that all religion is wrong, then it's okay to be wrong as long as you're really serious about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, fuck. So now, now Devilde is is considering uh, taking her case to the European Court of Human Rights. Ah, and, oh, it's uh, interesting. See how that. How yeah, we'll... yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It will be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Cohesion, for God's sake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, now that we're talking about religion, yes. Why don't you start poking the Pope again? I'd love to. Okay. <laughs> All right, so this week's Poking the Pope, I don't think anybody has missed. It's about the the sex abuse scandal and the report from uh, Pennsylvania in the US where over 300 Catholic priests have been found to systematically have abused over a thousand children over many years. Uh, And this 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 is worth pointing out. It's not a thousand cases. It's over a thousand different children that presumably have been abused many, many times each. So this is this is this is. So if you consider each of those acts as one single case, yeah, then it's it's thousands and thousands of cases. Oh my god! Terrible, terrible. Um, And uh, there's a 900-page report uh, uh, about this, and it shows that it's been systematic. 
even with internal memos and guidelines on how to hide it and how to get away with it. Uh, so that's Catholic priests for you. And what is Pope Frank's reaction to this? Yes, he says, we must pray and ask forgiveness. Oh, fuck off. What the fuck? <laughs> How about taking firm action, not just to clear this one up and get rid of all these douchebags or terrible people in the church, but also making sure that you put in place rules and guidelines and stuff that it doesn't happen again. He's never looking at this. Oh, we got caught again. We must pray and ask forgiveness. And then a week later, they get caught again and they pray and ask forgiveness. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. We have an explicit tag, right? Yeah, yeah. we do. So uh, <laughs> I just want to say that the Pope is wrong and he needs to be poked and hard this time. Ooh, not that hard. <laughs> not in the way that he would like to be poked, I guess. <laughs> I don't think he would. It's just no. I, I, no, I don't think so. No. <laughs> oh God, Jesus! Oh, by the way, let yeah. me share with you something of, of an experience of mine from from the couple of, last couple of days. Uh, the twentieth of August is um, a national uh, national holiday. It's a, a, a massive celebration for Hungarians because it's the celebration of the establishment of the state of Hungary back in the year one thousand. Mm. And uh, it's been going on for decades. This uh, kind of celebration. This time, the government decided to add to these celebrations a very important symbol, and that is the Christian cross ah. so now the parliament of hungary was decorated with the massive flags ah. with a huge cross on them i guess they've never heard about the separation of church and state in in hungary right obviously they haven't uh, well, uh, it's it's in our constitution that we are a christian nation yeah so i really i, I really got pissed off so much so that I posted on Facebook, shove the cross up your asses, guys. <laughs> and the number of people who attacked me for being so rude and vulgar is unbelievable. Mm. Why? Is it because yeah. I criticized something very holy to them? Come on. Yeah. I am constantly being considered an outlier someone who doesn't belong to this nation because i'm not a christian because i'm an atheist mm. you can go and fuck yourselves yeah <sighs> so i just wanted to mention this since since we were talking about the holy church yeah so enough of religion mm. i i think but we are so negative today so why why don't you share something uh, that that is absolutely outrageous and someone who's been really wrong lately. Well, actually, I, I will not do that. I will do the opposite. I need to. I, I think we need to pick this up a bit. So I'm going to share somebody who is really right. Oh, you're my hero. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> uh, as some may know, we have in Sweden an election coming up okay. in September. And the campaigning is getting more and more intense and frenetic. Mm -hmm. Among the topics are crimes and immigration. 
and in passing, none of those topics are treated scientifically by any party. No, not on the right, not on the left, anywhere. Crime, oh. you know, crime is supposed to be fought with harder sentences, uh, with uh, which anyone who can Google any studies sees that it that doesn't work. You know, it if, doesn't, if, no. you know, if I'm tempted to steal a car, do you think? I get second thoughts because they've changed the jail time from six months to nine months. So, oh, it's nine months now. No, then I won't do it. You know, that's silly. It doesn't work. But anyway, that, that's when you do that, point. You, the, the first thing you assume is that you don't get caught, right? Except nobody, <laughs> d- nobody commits crime and plans to get caught. So yeah, that's, exactly. That's stupid. Exactly. Even, even even capital punishment even death sentences has been shown not to be uh, an inhibiting factor yeah no no that's right <laughs> anyway anyway and immigration of course we know is full of feelings and no rational thoughts at all but one person in sweden who wants to focus on a real scientific topic is a 15 year old girl called Greta Thunberg. Okay. Her opinion is that politician doesn't, politicians doesn't focus enough on the climate change uh, threat. And to get the party's attention, she has set up camp outside the Swedish parliament in Stockholm, and she says she will stay there until election day, refusing to attend school, because she argues that, quote, we children do not do as you say, we do as you do. Therefore, since you grown-ups don't give a damn about my future, I won't either. Mm. Meaning that she won't get the education. That's pretty good for a 15-year-old. I, I have a, a new hero in my life. I think that's really great. Yeah. And this is now getting a lot of attention on social media. And at least one other child, a 14-year-old, has joined her. And some of the politicians have also started to give her attention and tweeted about it. So this is scientific activism. And it has to take a child to show the politicians the way. (laughs) So uh, I think that's great. Do you have any information on how she she got that idea and that way of thinking i mean where where it comes from uh, to her i don't know maybe we should try to get her on the show and interview her because i think that would be interesting to know but i i, I don't know exactly and this is pretty new uh it just happened in the uh, in a few days ago so i think this is something that we will see will grow and i hope that they will there will be more than two children protesting like this and i hope that this will become a movement it looks like it's may may becoming that so these people and these moments give you the hope that humanity does have a future there are young people out there who are much smarter than we are yeah and 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 show it uh, that's great yeah that's great so very good uh greta thunberg you a 15 year old from stockholm gets today's prize for being really right awesome go yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Pontus. You're welcome. Really good news. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about good news, before we go, I'd like to share um, a, a very important piece of information. That is that Sense About Science, an organization um, that we all love and admire, dedicated to the the understanding of science in the wider public have three job opportunities that just opened uh, recently 
So one of them is a public engagement coordinator, a campaigns and communications coordinator, and a communications manager. So they are looking for people. They might be looking for you, Mm -hmm. uh, my dear friends out there. So please check out their website and uh, apply for these these positions because uh, who knows you might be able to start changing the world for the better yeah and i wouldn't miss that opportunity if i were you um but i'm afraid this has been all that we got we had time for this week so pontus thank you very much for allowing me to join you today (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) it was good to have you back yeah, um, yeah, I I cannot promise anything for the future, but um, the good <laughs> thing, because I'm I'm traveling like crazy. But the good thing is that um, I'm gonna be off half the month of September, so I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> oh, and before we go, we need to put up a quote. Mm-hmm. And this quote is from a well-known German astronomer and astrologer, and that is Johannes Kepler. And the quote goes, Of a number of variant hypotheses about the same facts, the one is true which shows why facts, which in the other hypotheses remain unrelated, are as they are. Like, which demonstrates the orderly and rational mathematical connection. Mm. Yeah. Good. He was he was fascinating yeah. and obsessed with maths. <laughs> yeah, and an astrologer. An astrologer <laughs> as well. Yeah. But okay. But it was just uh, probably a um, um, means of making ends meet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he served at uh, the court of um, a very very weird kind of uh, emperor. And at the time, I, I think the, the the line between astronomy and astrology was not that clear. Yeah, and they were still thinking of of certain spheres um, out out above in the sky as well. So yeah. um, their their worldview was completely different from ours. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So again, thank you very much, Pontus. Thank you, Andras. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. And until next week, goodbye. Bye bye. This has been your ESP experience. The show is produced and recorded by the ESP.eu. Join us again next time, but until then, please send your feedback, comments, or death threats to info at the ESP.eu. We would also love to hear your ideas and suggestions regarding future episodes, as well as news from your country of residence that might interest others across the continent. If you have a local event or organization to promote, please don't hesitate to let us know as we are more than happy to help. All music in the program was written and performed by Keisha J. Gray and George Schraub and is used with their permission. Please check out our webpage at www.theesp.eu, follow us on Twitter at espodcast underscore eu and like us on Facebook. I don't know how you can believe Oh, sorry, I'm too early. I was eager to go. Okay.
Okay, Whatever. is that it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, the Church of Flying Spaghetti of the Splying... Sorry, the Church Spying? of... The, of yeah. the Splying? <laughs> the Splashing... The know. splashing spaghetti plashing. The yeah. splashing. Whatever. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him real good. With a crucifix. <laughs> yeah. With a crucifix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can even keep that in the show. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure. Well, I'm I don't sure. know. <laughs> we'll see. All right. <laughs>